I'm in carnation where them cardinals at With them cardinals on their glove and the cardinal hat I'm in the cardinal sports zone spitting cardinal raps Say it C-A-R-D-X, let's go Play a cardinal game, get a cardinal store Welcome back to the I try not to do the welcome back, welcome back Because then I sound like my dude five over there uh, Marcus Maven But welcome back to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast uh, it's been a couple weeks. We're going to start going a uh, little bit of breaking news. We're going to start going probably uh, every few weeks. Now we'll have we'll have a show next week. Uh, we're planning on having you all a podcast on Saturday, and from that point forward, we don't know how often. Uh, but the, here's why: because the news that y'all have all been waiting for, mine and Joey's dad gets to come home from the rehab facility on Thursday. <laughs> I don't have a clap thing. Unbelievable. I thought you just say nothing. That's <laughs> Dad's favorite podcast oh. personality somehow. He told me the other day. <laughs> over Joey? Oh, my. No, over over me, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> over Joey? <laughs> I'm the, He's like, I'll run this. I'm the crown jewel in the prize possession. Uh-oh. The golden child, if you will. I think. I mean, I've been around longer, too. But anyway, so we're glad that that's happening. Dad's literally like the number one fan of the podcast anyway, even though Higgy's on here every once in a while. He still loves it. But shout out. We wanted to, I want to let everybody know that. Uh, so we appreciate all your thoughts, your prayers, your love, your messages. It, they've been awesome. Uh, so let me reset. Welcome to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast which is brought to you by the Jamon Brown Foundation, and we are coming to you live from the Custom Multicade Studios. I'm your host, Jeremy Wallman, and here this week, you know, we switch it up every every, every episode or two. Uh, we got a different crew this week than we had last week. This week we got with us the man, the myth, the legend, Dalton Pence. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> then our guy, the, the heavy hitter, the romancer, the love doctor, Higgy, is in the house. What's up, everybody? <laughs> then we got a guy who's just a little bit different than everybody else at the table. It's our guy, Wes Brown. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> and then this guy, he's just a giant pain in my rear end. Uh, he has been for quite a while. It's our guy, Sean Barber. <laughs> How's it going, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and then last but not least, my brother, Joey. How's it going, folks? Now y'all can't <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't oh, see this yet, but in, we are working on getting some. If the stimulus checks come like they're supposed to, we're going to upgrade the equipment. We're going to make this an audio show as well. Uh, uh, but I was pointing to different people and trying to throw off Sean. I, know, uh, I thought we were already. I thought we were already video audio. slap nuts. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So you making? Page. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. All I know is that we're gonna have cam. I'm gonna Twitch, be able. Here we come. We can <laughs> do I know, that. right? We can do that. <laughs> we can. Uh, just a lot of people. For example, like we will. Edgar Sosa, Peyton Siva, Jerry Smith, Earl Clark have all told me if we could connect via video, we could get them on the show quicker and easier. And I mean, Sam, we could have Sam Madison back on the show. Hopefully, they maybe he uh, would hear Sam this time. Maybe he would understand Sam this time if he could see him while he was talking. So we got a lot of a lot of fun things in the work. I'm joking about the stimulus thing. It's something that we're already working on, uh, regardless. But uh, 
should be good. We're, we're, we are looking to transcend in 2021 and, uh, you know, just make this thing fun. It's always fun. You all are, y'all like it. Y'all message me all the time. Tell me how much you love the show. We appreciate you paying attention to us and, uh, giving us some of your time again. Like I said, even when there are people here on the podcast, you can't always understand like Sam and uh, Higgy. So thanks again. Shout out to our guy. Lamar. We forgot to mention Lamar. He got hurt last night. Prayers up to Lamar. Hopefully he comes, he's able to, uh, to make, I mean, you normally do make a full recovery from a concussion, but those things suck and it, it, it could be tough. So, and shout out to Bill's nation, man. They, uh, Bill, I, Bills I, Mafia. I'm not going to call him. Ton of respect. Shout out to the Bills fans that throw themselves to tables on every cold Sunday that there is. They've been donating to Lamar's favorite uh, charity, which is Blessings in a Backpack. Is that yes. the name of it? In Louisville. In the Louisville chapter. Just saying. Not oh, the Oklahoma. Oh, okay. not, not the Oklahoma th- chapter, but the Louisville one. Not the Tennessee. I mean, you never know. He's from Miami, so. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was fair. I thought what he said was fair because the okay. thing about it is, is some people don't realize that it is like it does pertain to Louisville as well because it is a charity in the city. So. Well, that's true. I right. mean, and when they, they kept posting that they were donating to back blessings in a backpack of Louisville, that probably was confusing. Not everyone has a Twitter. They don't? No, not everyone has a Twitter. You know, if you talk to some people on Twitter, they, they, they act like Twitter is the end-all, be-all, that everything that happens on Twitter is the norm. You're saying that's not true? I am saying that is not true. Yeah, confirmed. Some people get kicked but off, too. Let me tell you that. Sources have confirmed that that is not true. <laughs> oh. I'm the source because I hardly ever get on Twitter. But you have one, though, so you can't be the source. Yeah. My grandmother's the source. Oh. oh. She, <laughs> does, she does not have a Twitter. But she gets all of her information from Facebook. Also. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shout so, out to her. So, no. so you know is she, is that. She related to my mom? <laughs> I do not believe so. It might be somewhere. My small world, small world, small city. So I heard this. Blah, blah, blah. Where'd you see that? Well, I seen it on Facebook. Who'd Bo- you see it from? Bonjour. Bless her heart. She, she texted. Bonjour. It was so important. She had to put me and Joey and Teresa <laughs> into a group text and said, y'all better watch out. Right before the inauguration, the murder hornets. Martial law is about to take place. Oh, They're going to en- enact the Stafford Act. The sta- bro, that happened in March. Like they, they that was uh, <laughs> that's like, mom. That's from Facebook. Just or the marital marital law, depending on how people <laughs> right, how people spell it. Marital slash martial. Oh, law. my dad straight up said, "Don't put your money in banks. It's about to be over." I'm like, okay. I've never trusted banks with my money. Oh well, I spend it before I can even. <laughs> 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 Man, I do though. I, I hate banks, but anyway, let's jump into the show. Unless you work at a bank and you're listening to the show, we love you. Oh yeah, because we want you to sponsor our show. Right. We we have plenty of sponsorships <laughs> in the works. Some Whatever of them banks have been y'all work at is not the banks we hate. No, no, no. It's the other banks that Whatever. y'all don't work at. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so you know, we will, we won't name names. No, 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 no. This ain't an ad, but y'all can pay us for it though. I can like you, this guy. Can you pay for Wes uh, Razor? Unfucking believable, <laughs> Sean. No, Sean, you need to use it first. <laughs> Sean looks like he's been uh, on the show naked and afraid, but been afraid to be naked. That was good. I like that. that <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It, it, it honestly sounds like you've been planning that. that did, like, said, off the top of Sean my head, Sean walked in. He said, "I'm about to end this man's whole career." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing about being a woman. Things just come off the top of the dome. Yeah. But enough about Joey's 
dating life. Let's continue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Air five COVID. Sean, I'll explain what he meant. Yeah, after the show. Stupid. We had we had a oh Lord. <laughs> what just Why did, I don't we know. We now have a doctor's appointment with the hearing doctor. The hearing, my my mic like exploded out of nowhere, but um, <laughs> I, giggity. I hate Who's both. Who's dying of over all ears? It's it's a. Somebody's letting the air hey, out the that balloon. Ain't me. My microphone has been off. It's kept it. Watch <laughs> it. Now, now it's, it's been off. No, it's kept the cholesterol over it was, here. It was <laughs> kept the cholesterol. Yeah, his new nickname is CC. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. They have a great buffet and he might run out. Never mind. And now in Louisville Sport News. Yeah, now in Louisville <laughs> Sports News. No, we had a pretty good week basketball-wise. Uh, last mm. night did not cap off the week. In a great way, but we did. Uh, here's some things we accomplished this week. We defeated Virginia Tech or Va Tech for the first time since 1991. 73-71 was the final score. They were, uh, they were, oh, sorry. That was last week, by the way. With all, since we correct. recorded, though, right? On. Right, that's what yeah, I meant, since right. we recorded. Um, just so y'all know, we are watching an NFL playoff game at the same time we're doing the show. So if you hear me stumble or my attention seems like it's elsewhere, that's really your fault because you're listening to the podcast. If but you hear Higgy stumble, it's because he's breathing. That's fair. Wow. Higgy, why does Higgy hold his drink all the way up to the microphone to open it? I'm 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 just gonna sit here. And <sighs> I hope nobody heard that. Sorry, Higgy. Look, you've not been here in a while. You have to learn when you miss times. You've got. We get to make up for the time you've missed. So, anyway, Virginia Tech defeated them. They were ranked 73-71. Fast, and then our game against Georgia Tech, I believe, was canceled. Let's fast forward to this past week, though. We defeated Wake Forest 77-65. And last night in a clunker. And when I say clunker, that's in every imaginable use of the term possible. We went up against a team that had seven players one of them played with four fouls for most of the game, and only one of them, actually, only one of them really did anything, and that was Mr. Wu, right? Was that his name, Higgy? Wong. Wong? Wong. Why did I say Wu? Woo, woo, woo. That makes me seem kind of uh, offensive, and I apologize that out there to all my <laughs> my Wu slash Wong fans. I, I Higgy just made me want to say Wu for a second. I just want to say Wu. We were Wong. I was Wong. I just wanted to chop him, do the Ric Flair woo. I guess that's what it was. And then you had to use chop. Absolutely. Here's here's the stats from the games, though. And then I'm going to ask each of y'all who y'all's player of the week was. Uh, for Wake Forest, the, the team leaders were Carlick Jones had 23 points and 10 rebounds. Sam Williamson showed up for a game. He scored 15 points and had 11 rebounds. And freshman Phenom, and I'm calling him a Phenom, Dre Davis, with the ugliest free throw stroke I've ever – every time he shoots it, it looks like it's going to fall three feet short. Worse than Shinanu? No, no. It's not bad as far as form. Every time he shoots it, it just looks like it's going to be three feet short, and it always drops in perfectly. But Dre Davis added 15 points that game. Uh, the leaders of the Miami game, Carleek with another strong game, 25 points, seven rebounds – or, yeah, seven rebounds. Uh Jalen Withers, 18 points, 11 boards. Dre Davis added another 11 points. So I'll say this because everybody's easy uh, opinion on that would be Carleek because he scored, he averaged 24 points per game this week. So that, and 
and eight rebounds, eight and a half rebounds. He's so going to be the player of every week, so take him out of the equation. So taking him out of the equation, Sean, I'll go to you first. Who was your player of the week this week? Gray Davis. I, he just he did Davis. everything. He did it. He did everything you need him to do. He was tough. He rebounded well. He was making some shots. Uh, it, and down low, I mean, he plays like a power forward. He plays a couple of inches taller than like somebody told me the other day. He was how tall is he? He's like he's six four, isn't he? He's not like that big six, at all. Six five, I think. I think. So. Yeah, five. I think he's. We'll, we'll say he's six five, and I thought he hey, was. Hey, inch makes nine. a whole lot of difference. Remember that, Sean. <laughs> um, I thought he was six nine, six nine and a half, and somebody was like, "No, no, he's only six, six, six five, six six. And I'm like, "Well, Jesus, uh, I, I didn't realize it." So he plays a lot. Point being. Plays a lot bigger than he actually is. Uh, I, I would agree with you on that one. Dre uh, definitely stood out this week. Dalton, as far as you're concerned, who, who was your player of the week? There's one right answer. It's Carly Jones. And my rationale is if you watch the games, you know why. Right. But I said other than Carly Jones. I said hey, take him out of the equation. All right. Well, <laughs> if that's the case, I, I think you go with Jalen Withers there. I think um, – if there was one bright spot outside of Carleek in that Miami game, I think Jalen had a hell of a game. And um, I think he's um, really coming into form. And I think this past week, not only this past week, but I think he played well against Virginia Tech as well. So I'm going to kind of group those in since it's been before. You know, that, since that's very, very before. fair. Jalen, I'll tell you this much. I, I'm, I'm going to give a positive comment about both Jalen and Dre. First off, Dre Davis may be one of our best shooting free throw players in a long time. Um, I don't remember him missing yesterday. And the game before, I, I'm fairly sure he only missed like one, uh, maybe two. And he's just – his stroke's so ugly, it's pretty, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yes. It, it just like – it's so effortless. And you're like, oh, my God, that's not going to come where any close to the goal. And it's like – Doesn't touch the net. No. <laughs> no, it's just – He has a rainbow shot, too. Kind of, kind of. Uh, and then with Jalen, man, Jalen has been er – like, we talked before the season. We wrote a post talking about uh, – we did – I think it was something like hot take – three hot takes or three predictions. I forgot exactly what it was. Sean, you wrote the post and you took everybody's opinions on it. And I'm not sure anybody realized or put down how good Jalen Withers was going to be this year. I thought he was going to be decent, but I didn't think he was going to come in and play in and some of y'all aren't old enough to remember this name. I mean y'all probably remember the name but don't remember watching him play. But Samardo Samuels came in with every bit of hype and and uh you know he was highly highly ranked all that stuff and he came and he didn't play up to his potential. He didn't play like the number one player in the, in his his draft class, but he played like a if ranking from 1 to 5, he played like a like a four star four and a half star athlete he had a he had an above average career here at louisville and i feel like jalen withers is already playing the same and he's got four more years here at louisville now granted that's kind of skewed because of covid the extra covid year in his red shirt year but i mean we've seen many of people um get red shirted and and still benefit or not benefit from that red shirt year. but but i believe jalen withers before it's all said and done he may be one of the most prolific pl – now, whether he goes pro or not, I'm not sure. I haven't seen enough of his body of work to uh, – that may be a touchdown. No, it wasn't. His nope. knee was out of bounds. Uh, I feel like his, his shin uh, – the His well, toe. I, I think I, I the lower part of his leg hit before his knee did. Anyway. Uh, 
But I really feel incomplete. like Jalen Withers, you're incomplete. I feel like Jalen Withers will end up being a 20-10 and 10 guy, probably. Uh, people just – you know, you keep throwing things in at me, I'm going to keep uh, reacting. Uh, I think he'll be a 20-10 and 10 guy before he leaves. And if he progresses between now and next year like he did between last year and this year, he's got a great chance at being a pro basketball player. Um for the NBA, I, I really see it in him. Whereas coming in, but if you just said Sam or, J- or Jalen, one of them makes the pros, I would have said Sam. But now Everybody my, my opinion, my opinion has changed on that uh, immensely. D- do you have anybody Higgy other than Dre or Carleek? I was gonna say Quincy Slazinski off his defensive stuff. I think he's played a lot better from where he started in the beginning to now. He's became a complete defender, and he's been a shutdown defender mostly. Well, I, I don't know that I would go that far, and I respect your opinion. But you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of a taller, modern-day B.J. Flynn. His hustle, his heart, like he fights for everything. I, I just v- really, really appreciate Quinn's got the intangibles because, I mean, let's, let's not get it skewed. He's not a great – he's one of those guys – that he'll shoot 103 pointers just to make three, and that's about what he does. But he, I have seen him make a difference in the flow of the game. So, so I like that one. What about you, Wes? Do you have anybody different than those guys? Uh, Jalen, that that was mine. <laughs> Jalen, okay. I'll add with uh, Quinn, he his his sight, he gets in people's minds that uh, on the other team, like he likes to talk crap. Yeah, he's that, out there talking crap to people. Like he makes a good play, steps in, takes a charge. Like he's going to be oh, in their yeah, face. Oh yeah, I, I saw a highlight that was focused uh, where he called one of the Kentucky, one of the blue players, uh, a, a name I'm not allowed to say. But anyway, uh, yeah. But so. he's a he's he's like you know we always talk. Oh, we need a dog or whatever. He's kind of a dog, you know. Like he gets in there, he's not afraid to get people's face, get down and dirty. Like you said, hustle. Yeah, you know, I like sp- his game. I mean, I he's the crap starter. He's I the like spoon it. of the team. I I'll like say it. this too. I think if he would have been because he suffered a shin injury before Miami, and I think it affected him. I really do. If you watched him, he got switched on to Wong at the end of the game, and Wong was eating alive. But it was because he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he could. Now you caught on to it, didn't you? No. Yeah, I, I caught the wall. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> The Wong <laughs> was eating him alive. <laughs> he was uh, the Wong got eaten he, alive. He, but um, what was happening was he was trying to play off of him because he was worried about him driving. Was he? And and Wong would just pull up and hit a three. Mm. And it, I think it was because he was hurt. I, I think he was gutting it out. <laughs> See, this is what you. This I thought he was going to say Wong just pulled out. This and is hit what you. <laughs> <laughs> He stepped I back. Thought he, I thought he was going to say it, too. He gave me the old step back jack. <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's the thing. Wong with the jab step. <laughs> with the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, you not only oh, get sports, God. but F- you dude, get comedy, F- you get dude, humor. Dark. That's you, all I bring. You get all. You get everything in this show. We are a one-stop shop for all your entertainment. So let me get on to the next question real quick before Sean let's says something. Let's get off the Wong subject. Let's get off the Wong. Uh, let's talk about uh, not the Wong subject, but the right subject. Sean, I'm going to let you start this one off. Uh, well, wait a minute. You started the last one off. Wes, was there any – what surpi- surprised you the most this week as far as little basketball is concerned? 
Well, if nothing surprises you, you can just say nothing. But I mean, for me, yesterday is how we played against Miami, definitely, because we were playing. We were playing on so much of a high level to get. And some games were close, but we were grinding it out, grinding mm-hmm. it out. Then with Miami, the first half, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? I mean, they they only had, I think. Three wins, four wins total going into last night. They we were, I think they're five and six, one and four in the ACC. Yeah, yep. So, so that that was, and, well, and we always had that one game every year that you're uh, like, uh-huh. how well, do we lose? But yeah. what I saw during the game last night, we've not every loss we've had to Miami has been at their place. So we've only lost yeah. there four times now, but all, or we've only played them four times at home, or maybe we played them more than four. Anyway, all four L's that we've got to Miami have occurred at their horribly designed arena and the yep. reason i say it's horribly designed is because now higgy i know you've never played competitive basketball joe you have Wes, you have dalton i assume you have sean i don't know what balls you've played with competitively but boing but when i played in a, at a, at a on a court or an arena or a gym where everything was dark in the background that screwed my depth perception a lot Yep. Uh, I'm not making any excuses for, for, for Louisville basketball. That could have been the case. It may not have been the case. But it was so difficult to shoot. Uh, to, that's why I would always move in and play right around the rim when, when it, we got – Tom Sawyer was just – when we played in that league at Tom Sawyer, it was – I just pulled up from about half court. That, that, and that's true. I think arenas, uh, a lot of times, and not, not only um, when it comes to depth perception, but like – you know, especially you see this a lot in the NCAA tournament, like when teams play in these like big football arenas. Because I know yeah. that like when when Louisville was in their you know in their heyday back in the 2012 to 15 or 15, 2012 to 16 stretch when we played like in Indianapolis and stuff yeah. like that, I, I can remember them talking about like the just the amount just just the size of the place being in you know the Carrier Dome up in Syracuse. Yeah, things mess with you, but at the end of the day, you got to find a you go you got to find ways to win. You go. Oh, oh, flag. Yeah. Um, back back in our heyday of 2015, I like that. Um, Higgy, did anything surprise you this week other than the fact that you're sitting here recording the show? I was gonna since, say you, since you missed the group chat notification and you left your food on my floor from last week oh. and, you, and you almost deleted our entire Buzzsprout account, was, was anything else surprised you? <laughs> Just a horrible <laughs> week. But, uh, I'll say good. offensive rebounding-wise. Um, we were giving up so many different offensive rebounds the, every game. To the same guy. Same. <laughs> to, yes. the, to the same guy. 13 <laughs> offensive rebounds to Miami. And the, their biggest guy was 6'7". Like, come on. Yeah. That was he a was, horrible was situation. Diesel, though, Our I biggest guy was 6'7". What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but that just, it just befuddles me, as I'll say in one of my words. Oh, there he goes. He used the befuddle. Did, don't berserk you? No, befuddle. <laughs> I didn't realize berserk was a verb. Do you right. remember? Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, just making sure. I, I couldn't remember when you, if you came in pre no, berserk or post berserk. I was in current berserk. Okay, you were in cur- you were in, you were in present or I didn't present know present day berserk. I didn't know if it was maybe. I was just handing in putting shit of his hand hand it to him. Did you just say shit? <laughs> I swear. Did you just well. say shit <laughs> I'm never going to delete that sound bite. Never. <laughs> it's going to play every week that I can think of to, to fit it in, giggity. But, uh, Joey, anything surprise you this week? I didn't get to watch them, so. Okay. Dalton, 
Um, I, I was really surprised with the energy. I think afterwards, uh, Chris Mack in the postgame presser basically highlighted that he was concerned with the energy in practice uh, on Friday and uh, didn't feel good going down to Coral Gables. And um, I think that that showed. So hopefully this is a wake-up call for him. I know we'll talk a little bit more about the loss and I have some more thoughts, but we'll get to Sean. We'll talk about what his most surprising moment was. Shawante, what was your what surprised you the most this week? Shawante, I like that. The uh, shooting going from being so good, consistent, to just they fell Inconsistent. off a cliff. Ooh, Sean, a bumble notification. So, a couple with that. I do have. I think they went three for three 20? for twenty. Three for twenty, and, and the they were open line. shots too, and oh, they just weren't really, hitting. Really good looks. Yeah, if they would have hit. Two, three, four of those, the game's a different game. So, for me, the thing there were two things that surprised me the most this week. First off, congratulations. I know he didn't play a whole ton. Charles Menlin finally being eligible this week. Uh, he he played for a few minutes in, in the game against uh, Wake Forest. I did not see him against Miami. Uh, and then the second thing that shocked me this week was just how, how cruel, I guess, you know, the ball can bounce. You're, it can bounce your way. It can not bounce your way. In the first half against Miami last night, it just was not bouncing our way. Our good friend the drought came to visit us, and it was at the worst time because you all know I talk about droughts all the time. And In basketball, you're always going to have droughts. And Sean streaks. knows about droughts. He does. Uh, he's actually auditioning in real time for the 40-year-old. Never mind. Is it a drought if you've never had it in the first place? Oh, that's true. No, that's a great point, Dalton. No, that's true because it can't be a winning streak if it's just one. That's a great yeah, more than one. So yeah, great point, Joey for the rescue. Sean's flipping us off in his head. That's fine. Unfucking believable. I didn't even push the button. How'd that happen? Um, but no. All jokes aside, how flat we were. Uh, the the our droughts yesterday happened at the worst time, and it was during their streaks. You can drought when the other team's not hit. You know, you can miss. Oh, you can miss shots when the other team's missing shots. That's fine, but. When you go four or five minutes without hitting a shot and they don't miss for four or five minutes, that uh, that's just a recipe for disaster. Um, Dalton, I'll go, go with you uh, for this one. question for this was, who could have done more this week? Well, honestly, I think really – I think if you look at the Wake Forest game – you know, th- there's not too much. You almost have to kind of key in on, the, on this Miami game. And I think that – a lot of my concern with the whole year, and I think really kind of reared its ugly head yesterday, is we need a, a surefire second scoring option, a consistent yeah. second. And people say, oh, well, that's David Johnson. Well, David Johnson scored, what, five points last night? He's a guy that, you know, when he's on, you know, it's it's really good news for the cards. But when he's struggling, which sometimes, you know, he does in the most uh, least in the least desirable moments, you know, you need other guys to step up. I know that Withers stepped up, but we had another no-show game from Sam. I think he had four points. They combined, I think they shot three for 12, only made a, yeah. a one deep ball. Um, you need other guys. That's when that you, you know, that's why we need Malik back, you know, ASAP. You know, even though Charles isn't known for his, you know, you know, consistent scoring abilities, he's still a guy that can attack the rim. That's going to be something that's extremely valuable. So I think that, um, you know, I think that, Everyone outside of Carleek had, you know, more to be desired from this past week. Absolutely. And like you said, we, we, we do need a bona fide second option. Uh, Withers and Dre Davis have been exceptional this season. Uh, but you don't really want 
your second scoring option to be your – I mean, it's okay if it's your big man, but you really want your guards both to be hitting on all cylinders. And we haven't had that as much as you hear the talk about, oh, this is my favorite Louisville backcourt in the last 10 years. The problem is, is that second – whoever that second person is has yet to be consistent this year. The uh, I'm going to go to myself next. I feel like the only thing – only people that could have done more this week are the designers of Miami's arena. They could have made it a different color on the inside, and they could have made the rims a little bit bigger for Louisville in the first half. Sean, I know my, I was joking, but what are your thoughts? Bigger I, rims, you say? Yes, bigger <laughs> rims. I just I think that you needed better shooting from – really, you needed better shooting from David. You just need, you need yeah. him to be able to – because he's been – Maybe the best shooter so far this season, for whatever reason, especially in the Miami game, he just he couldn't buy a basket, and I don't understand what happened there because he did have some open looks, he just didn't knock them down. We don't pay for things at Louisville anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he couldn't buy a basket. That's fair, Higgy. <laughs> what about you? What, who do you think could have done more other than yourself? Like I think our bigs could have done a little bit better. I think it needs to be another guy off the bench besides Jalen coming in being con- a consistent big. Well, we have Gabe Whitsnisser that comes in on occasion and J.J. Trainer. J.J. has stepped up big when we needed him to and stuff, but Whitsnisser and Ageha, when they both come in, there's no production out of our bigs at all. To be fair, Aiden hadn't played in three weeks. Even it, But the thing about it is, even when he is healthy, he's not playing. Yeah, That's know. fair. So, so That'll happen when Malik comes back. Yeah, that – it, that's why I said we need when we yeah. get Malik back. I assume he won't right away get injected into the starting lineup. It's going to take some time. I'd say by the ACC tournament, he's starting and playing most of the minutes in the rotation. I honestly wouldn't be surprised with Jalen's ability to stretch the floor. I know that you know Dre is kind of. I think you move Dre to, to the three. We might have Sam Williamson coming off the if he keeps playing you yeah. know, as poor as he has been. I think you could see a twin tower system with. Withers and Malik down down low, and if if that doesn't happen, possibly look for JJ Trainer to step in because right now what you're seeing from Sam Williamson is just not cutting it as a starting shooting guard. Does anybody remember the last time that we had a twin towers like a, a big four or five lineup? Anybody? I want to think. and Pageant maybe. I think. Palacios uh, and Pageant back in. Palacios was six seven. I want to think. I I feel like at times we ran that in like. 2016 almost when we cr- tried to do a um a, a Chinano on Oahu and sometimes Ray Spalding but yeah, that's it and then before that I want to say it was probably Samardo and Terrence Jennings yeah. mm-hmm. so uh yeah just don't sorry threw that trivia on okay. you there um so who 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 has not answered that question not me West no you did you answered what surprised you the most this week oh uh, uh, I did I did can we talk a little oh, bit no, about no, I'm that sorry loss. you could have done more. Talk a little bit more about the lo- – feel free. So, you know, I, I love the Louisville fan base with all my heart. I think that, you know, we don't get a lot of a lot of credit for the stuff that we've had to endure over the past couple of seasons o- across the whole athletic board. But one thing that I cannot stand – and I'm a vi- – I'm, you know, I'm a big, you know, perpetrator of this at times. <laughs> the mm-hmm. get off of the ledge. It's okay – one game in January doesn't define the whole season. Now, no. let, let's let's call a spade a spade here. That was a very bad loss against a depleted team that was without four starters and a solid freshman. 
we just got out we got out hustled we got outplayed i thought that you know the first first half it seems okay well global teams sometimes start out slow we cut the lead to one early in that second half i was like okay this is where Louisville's going to go ahead you know credit isaiah wong but our guys the execution just was not there um didn't shoot the ball well jeremy we've all talked about that um defensively I thought that there there was more to be desired um, and you know Mac talked about the energy I think that it, it, one thing that I'm more concerned about is just the fact that we need a second scoring option because if Carl Leak's not on well who the hell's gonna you know will us to victory but um, I think that this team is still young and we're still not at full health but let's get one thing clear one game on the road in the ACC you know, losing that's not going to define a season. You know, we, we have a short term. We have Florida State Monday. You have to have short-term memory and stuff like this and wins and losses. You know, you never can get too high, never can get too low. I'm just trying to uh, – and, and I agree with you there. I'm trying to figure out. So, score at halftime was 33-21. to 21. So, we outscored them in the second half, correct? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to do the quick Yeah, because we were down by, what, 11 and a half and end up losing by six? We are down by 12. Okay. So we outscored them by six in the second half. So, yeah, you take that first half away, but you can't do that. I say that. You can't do that in sports. You can't just say, oh, erase one of the uh, the halves and we'll, we'll be okay. So let me get back to here to what we were talking about. So final question on basketball, and then we'll, we'll move on to the – to talk a little bit about our sponsors and our, our rapid fire segment. And then I'll even offer somebody at the end of the show, if anybody can think of like a, a rant, if they got a rant, they want to, they, they want, oh. would like to get out anything they'd like to get off their chest. I will allow that at the end of the show. So, uh, real quick, <laughs> you know, it really grinds my gears. There we go. <laughs> I told you. So our next game, January the 18th versus FSU at seven o'clock on ESPN. Then, Saturday, which is when we're going to record the next podcast directly after the the game ends with Duke uh, at 4 p.m. also on ESPN. Uh, with that being said, what do we need to improve uh, going into this? This is a huge week, maybe one of the biggest weeks on Louisville's schedule. Joey, what do we need to improve on going into these next, and, and don't say scoring more than the other team because that's Son obvious. Son of a! I knew what you're going to say. What do we need to improve on going into this this week? Well, I mean, it kind of coincides with it, but uh, hitting shots, you know, in, increasing the, uh, especially on the three point line, you, know, you can't go three for twenty, and you know, shoot that many three pointers and win games. So um, we need to do that, and then on, on defense, as you know. I'm just picking up what everybody has talked about because, again, I work night shifts, so right. I get to see the games. But it sounds like defensively we need to have a little bit more uh, more uh, uh, energy on that side of the ball. Um, but individually, I mean, Samuel Williamson's got the, for lack of a better term, pooper, get off the pot. Well, I think he's figured a, out. He, he might be pushed off the pot if Dre well, Davis keeps playing at the level that And that's fine. And you know what? Some people don't need to start. Maybe maybe him coming off the bench will help him out. You know, we've had players like that before that have played better off the bench. I mean, in the NBA, look at <coughs> Lou Williams. He's 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 most of the time their leading scorer and has been for, you know, four or five years. But he doesn't start and there's a probably there's a good reason for that. Luke Hancock was the same way, but here's the difference between them. Those guys knew their roles and knew how to execute. I don't think 
uh, we've talked about it before, Sam Williamson's still trying to figure out, you know, what his niche is on this team on both ends of the court. And right now, you know, things that he's – it seems like he's trying to throw stuff at a wall and it's just not sticking. So it's all great and all moving a guy to the bench and having him as that sixth man, but even him coming off the bench – there's no guarantee he's going to come in and give a spark. I mean, he could play, could be playing like he is now. Usually the key to coming off the bench and giving a spark is knowing how to do so and knowing your role. So There was somebody, a couple, and I can't remember for the life of me who it was, but it was a guy that was starting for our t- – I want to say it was Wayne for some reason. No. Uh, that, that was play- And we, we moved him off the bench, and he played better for a couple games. We put him back in the starting lineup, and then it just – I can't remember who it was. I probably shouldn't have brought that up if I couldn't remember who it was. But, Sean, what about you? What do we need to to improve on going into uh, this week? For, and I'm not sure we've got another week that, that's filled with quality. And I know a lot of people will be like, well, Duke's not that good. Well, they're still Duke. Yeah. Uh, so, name-wise, I'm not sure we have a, a, a week like this. We may. But what do we need to do to improve on going on? What do we need to improve on going into this week? I got two specific things rebounding you got to be more consistent rebounding they'll rebound great one game and in another game they'll either break even on the boards with the team or lose the rebounding battle and secondly get more consistent with your energy because that's something that's actually happened a lot of games if you notice they have these lulls where it's like oh we're up by 16 we're just going to kind of do whatever we want take whatever shot we want that kind of thing. They got to be more consistent with the energy and just with decision making too. Fair enough, Higgy. What about you, buddy? Like I said earlier, I think it needs to be more consistency <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> wait, wait, consistency. <laughs> more consistency. <laughs> more consistency. Can we say say best soundbite? No. Oh, <laughs> more consistency. No. More <laughs> consistency. Okay. God. Consistency. Okay, but just more production more out of the bench. <laughs> I think <laughs> I more you. production out of our bench players can help us out a lot. Nickelberry came in and done some meaningful minutes, and so has Quinn. But more, we just need to be more consistent all throughout. That's fair for me. I've, obviously, I'm going to agree with everybody else. We need to be better rebounding. Uh, I think, especially against Miami, we were a little complacent out there. I think we had the mindset of, oh, we can come back in the second half and beat these bums off the court. Some of them are going to be fouled out. Nobody fouled out, I don't believe. They played seven players. They played, yeah, they played seven players. One of them had, or one or two of them had four fouls, and they played the entire game. Didn't foul out. Didn't fat- I'll, say, I'll say they didn't fatigue, but honestly, I don't remember anybody else in that Miami team making a play other than Wong last night. They uh, had the cross kid that was yeah. hitting threes. Oh yeah, he hit the big guy. He hit the dagger that let him go up by seven in that like. Right, right, but yeah. I mean. Th- they didn't really have a, an inspiring team effort last night against us. It was just the typical Louisville story. We get one guy that gets hot against us, and they end up single-handedly taking us down. So, uh, but the other thing, though, and this is this is my pet peeve, and this is something I've noticed, especially against Miami, we need to s- – what our sh- shot selection. Too many times we're out there behind the three-point line wide open and instead of taking it into – every time we drove to the basket, we – 90% of the time we drove to the basket, we drew a foul. But for some reason, we stopped – we just shoot the threes instead of trying – like last night if we had focused on, you know, just pounding the ball in low and, and, and throwing That's up shots. Oh, gosh dang it, John. Um, <laughs> 
we may have fouled them out. We may not have been in the position where we get beat by one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, but I, I feel like that's been something I have been aggravated with all season. This wasn't just Miami. We get too reliant and we're too unconsistent with the three point, the three ball. We need to. We can hit it. There's no doubt about that. But we need to get more consistent. And we need to we pass those shots. I mean, Josh Nickelberry did not need to shoot that three at the end of the game. We had two guys under the basket that were pretty much wide open. Two point. I mean, as they showed, Miami showed the last five minutes of the game, they were beatable. They started missing shots. It wasn't until like the last minute of the game that they started hitting shots again. If we would have just put in a couple buckets here and there, that was our game last night. So, again, let me go ahead and re repeat it. Next game. The is that tomorrow night? Yes. Well, we play tomorrow night. Gosh, uh, tomorrow night, seven p.m. ESPN, and a week from yesterday, the twenty-third at four p.m. Both on ESPN. Uh, that one against Duke. We will have a podcast for you immediately after that one. Uh, that one, we may even watch it. We may even record during the game. Like start five minutes with five minutes to go in the game. And instead of live tweet, we'll just live recap the game while it's going on. You you may hear Higgy uh, eating his Qdoba from off the floor in the microphone, but uh, it, it, it'll be a good time. UFL is in line, though, for their patented three-game losing streak. I have no confidence that we'll win either of these games this week. Sean, what about you? I think we can win the Duke game, but I'm worried about that Florida State game. Just they're so athletic and long, and Louisville does have issues against teams that have a lot of size, and they have a lot of size at all five positions. Dalton, yeah, um, Duke is not, frankly, not good this year. Um, I don't care how how many losses Neither it takes. Miami. I don't know how many losses it it's going to take for them to get out of the top 25. But honestly, I don't care. Um, I think that Duke is a team kind of like uh, the team down the road. They've added, you know, all these burger boys that don't know how to play together that are used to AAU ball, and it shows. But uh, they do have some players. I think that um, defense is going to come big with that one. We're going to have to uh, just m basically take care of business, I think, if we hit our shots and if we play defense to the way that I know we can, I think we'll win it. But Florida State, um, you know, m the more things change, the more they stay the same. Leonard Hamilton, Limmer, Leonard Hamilton, sorry. Gosh, Higgy's, yeah, you're sitting right across from Higgy. Leonard. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's still there, and uh, his that style of play is still as prevalent as ever. MJ Walker is a little banged up, but he's a guy who has burned Louisville. It seems like every time that he's played us over this past 19 years at FSU. Um, if Scotty Barnes plays, that's going to be big. He's going to be an instant mismatch for us, regardless of who guards him. It's just, you know, Leonard has that roster that really is Louisville's kryptonite, the the long, athletic, strong, um, very lengthy defenders that can get to the rack. Um, they draw a lot of fouls, especially if you play down in um, Tallahassee. But I believe this one's at home on Monday yeah. or tomorrow. First, yes, yes. But, yes, um, yes. you know, to make a long story short, I don't feel – particularly good about any of the games. I think that both of these games, regardless of how good both these teams are, it seems like Louisville is always in a dogfight against them. I think that's just a testament to those two programs more so than it is Louisville. I think if we beat either one of them, it'll be epic. That's how how little faith I have. I think if we beat either one of them, it'll be FSU. 
Uh, and I'll say this. You know, I talked earlier about driving to the basket and drawing fouls. That is a strategy that we need to implement against FSU, and that will be the way that we defeat – that will be the key to us beating them is, is getting them in uh, to some foul trouble. All right, let's go ahead and talk about our – real quick, before we break up the show. For those that haven't listened before, we break up the show. I think they'll the, go 2-0, by the way. Oh, <laughs> Joey. What, how, you know, I got so uh, mesmerized by everybody else. I apologize. Joey, what, what do you feel? Louisville go two and zero this he week. Did, he just told you. I yeah. know, but I thought I thought he was just being facetious. No, because I forgot to ask him. Higgy, what about you? Facetious. Do you think that Louisville will be consistent or unconsistent? I think it'll be one on one this week. One on one, Wes. What about you? Uh, for me, I had while Dalton was talking, I realized that we just always have trouble with Florida teams anyway. So, <laughs> I, we always have trouble with Florida teams. So, that's just how oh, I feel about you're it. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. But I'm I'm hoping, like Sean said, I'm hoping if they bring the energy, they consistency. Um, I'm hoping we have consistency and all that stuff. And a razor for me <laughs> and Sean. But um, I'm hoping they I, I have just, a weed eater out. Oh, that works perfectly. Probably. Yeah. But um, I'm thinking they're going to go 2-0. That's just how I feel. Hopefully, no, that's how I feel too. So okay, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping Matt gets in the ass and says, "Hey, y'all need to turn it up." Unf <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, need this to episode of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast has now been bumped from a rating turn of PG to R. I okay. hope nobody gets in any asses. Unf <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Unf well, unbelievable. Well, you know what I mean, but. Uh, I'm hoping he that tells them, hey, we can't keep playing like this. We got to play harder. We got to be tough. We got to get rebounds. We got to go after it because the way we playing, Higgy could beat them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's how I feel. Here's the thing. First off, not DMP every if team, you want to. Not every team from Florida we have issues with because I'm pretty sure uh, we're undefeated against the University of Florida. Uh, okay. In the last I'll, 15 years. I'll give you that. Brad, but, Brad but Bill would know all about that. Yeah. But Bradley. he's too busy trying to walk to his next de- destination. <laughs> I'm, I'm over <laughs> here tripping up, bro. It's, it's the Hickey desk, effect. Desk. Destination. <laughs> what in the blue anyway. is going on around here? So, oh, no. I, it's the Hickey effect, bro. So, anyway. I'm sitting closer to him. <laughs> Zero and two this week, and I do expect that you hear some rumblings at the end of this week that Malik will be ready to play at some point next week. I, I, I do, when I say next week, I don't. I, I'm, I'm. This week is is Duke Florida State because Sunday's the first day of the week as far as most people's recognize it. Uh, so next week, it's where the calendar recognizes. That's it. true. So next week, yep. not Florida Duke week, Florida State Duke week. The next week, I feel like you'll start hearing some rumblings about Malik uh, and his impending return. Uh, first off, before we we talk a bit, little bit about our sponsors, I do want to uh, throw a special shout out to our guy Chris Williams from Four Pegs. It was his birthday yesterday. I wish him a happy birthday because he's my friend. I'm sure Higgy did too because he don't want to lose his meat hookup. But as far sure. as everybody else, I'm not sure if they did or not. I did not because you, I was a sleeper as at work. But happy birthday, Chris! There well, you go. Well, I don't know the guy, but happy birthday to you, sir. So, from the entire Cardinal Sports Zone podcast table, happy birthday to our guy. We appreciate. Higgy didn't want to lose his meat hookup. His meat hookup. How much meat you be getting? 
<laughs> I don't know how many asses are got into. <laughs> it's, it's, this that's is, only that's only Mac. That's only Mac. This is this is insanity. Uh, but if you want to talk to our guy Chris in person, go ahead and give him a call at checking the back or four pegs. See Hickey Deck on it. You're right next to me too. Four Pegs Beer Lounge. Give him a call at 634-1447. Uh, that's 502-634-1447. Uh, we, we, we do want to thank him, though, for his support, his sponsorship, his love, everything he's given us. We do appreciate it. Higgy, can you tell us real quick a little bit about some of the specials or nope. anything going on at Four Pegs this week? What kind of meat you like? Well, they should first open up a... <laughs> Outdoor indoor, lounge. Yeah, outdoor lounge, but also, too, an indoor shop so you can get their hot pickles, uh, the rub, T-shirts, all different kinds of stuff going on. And what's the, the rub called? I forget the rub's name. It's, it's, got, a, it's got a great name. It's something like – something Sean wouldn't remember. Johnson & Johnson's baby oil. <laughs> no, Sean, it's, you it's just something like if, if, if you put it on, they will come or something like oh, that. Oh, if you smoke it, they will come. Yeah, that's what – It sounds like Sean. a lube. It's not a Sean it Sounds thing. like a lube. I don't know yeah. about that. What is this, the Field of Dreams? <laughs> Until next week, America, this has been the Cardinal Shots Sports fired. Podcast. Like, like the Bed of Dreams, if you put it on, you will come. That is most definitely Shots a fired. That's, that's shout a out, shout out to our guys, out of, uh, our people out of Fitness Market, Chris and Sarah Weeder. I mean, that keeps you. <laughs> Higgy effect. No. 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 Uh, my last just, name is Weeder. Right, but that's not what I heard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll have no sponsors next season. Uh we love Give him a call. You. We do love you all equally. Uh, we do not care to say that. We don't. But uh, give them a call at 502 882 2694. Chris and Sarah, they they had, they had run a phenomenal shop out there at Fitness Market. They provided me with, uh, I purchased my treadmill out there from them uh, about six, seven months ago. It's still going strong. No issues with it. I love it. Uh, give them a call if you. In, any of your fitness needs, treadmills, ellipticals, bikes, weights, racks, uh, dumbbells, anything, anything you need, they'll have it. Follow my, follow them on Facebook at Fitness Market in Louisville or follow me. I, 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 re, uh, I share all their stuff all the time on Facebook. Excuse me. Uh, and they have special sales and, and, and discounts all the time. Higgy's going to come get a treadmill from them pretty soon. Uh, Higgy, how how you been? Speaking of that, how you been doing with your uh, weight loss journey? Have you lost it or found it? I've lost it, but at the same time, I'm trying to. S- this week's been a rough week, but I might get back on it this week again too. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Me and KG pushing each other. So shout out to KG. She can push you. No, we've been pushing each other. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like on a cart. <laughs> Not in a cart. Oh, okay. My More a fitness competition between us two. Just oh, trying to do stuff. We should, do a, we should just jump in the main chat and do a Cardinal Sports Zone fitness competition. That's the biggest loser competition. Well, because you'd win that. Uh, debatable. Get, no. Well, technically, the biggest loser. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That was wow. I've got to start learning how these stupid buttons work. I mean, we've only been on the air for like 14 months. No big deal. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Chris and Sarah out at Fitness Market. Uh, give them a call once again, 502-882-2694. Uh, our other fine sponsor, uh, Miss Barbara, out at Shack in the Back Barbecue. You can give her a call, 363-3BBQ. Uh, she's not provided me. I've asked her for this week's special. She hasn't provided them to me, but I can tell you this. Their turkey ribs are back. They're amazing. 
They're delicious. Go ahead, Higgy. They're back. They're back. Oh no, I'm gonna be out there this week. What happened to you in fitness? And you just oh, said you just turkey said ribs it. are part of the diet. It's called turkey ribs for a reason. I'm not in that. Well, literally, seriously though, Higgy, meats and cheeses—they're all low carb, so they would be perfect for you to supplement C-U-S? your your dietary needs. Now, the eight pounds of barbecue problem. sauce is not. Who says I've been eating barbecue sauce with my meat? Well, first off, you've got some on your cheek right now. Uh, debatable. <laughs> no, that's not debatable. I can see it with my two eyes. But but anyway, we ha- we do have a couple of really fine restaurant sponsors. Shout out to Chris and Miss Barbara at their respective locations. But you can find Miss Barbara in the heart of Fairdale. That is Shack in the Back Barbecue, 3633BBQ. Uh, tell them Colonel Sports Zone sent you. And last but not least, our friends Linda and Chris Stewart out at Custom Multicades, 502-819-5802. Look, you've heard us say this a thousand times. They can make any arcade system you want. They can dress it up in any team. Any, If you want a, uh, an old-school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cabinet, they'll make you an old-school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cabinet. Pac-Man, whatever your wish is, they... They might even be able to, Higgy, they might even be able to make you an arcade with your face on the side. Now, who would want that? Megan. I don't think my fiance would want that. I think your parents would maybe want that since they love me so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I'm more of their golden child than you are now. Ooh, oh, shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. Jeez. Don't let oh Joey Lord. come here. Shots fired. Well, here's what I'll say to that. Again, this is just the woman naga going on. I would say that great jokes run in your family, but it's very apparent that nothing runs in your family. Oh, that is true. Sadly true. You get it? It's a weight joke. I'm just yeah. joking. <laughs> yeah, fatty, it's a weight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't say nothing about that. But I have, lo- in the last three weeks, I've lost 20 pounds, and I'm going to keep going. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll, you know me, Wes. Once I get on a roll. I like, know. I don't stop. Matter I, of fact, I, I see, see, I see, I see you, bro. At, at uh, what, what's the name of the place that you go to work at? Anytime at? Fitness. Anytime Fitness, like early hours of the morning. Hit me up, and you come over here, and we can run together on the trip. I mean, not at the same time, obviously. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, well, I, 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 work I do out. pass gas when I run on the trip. Oh, that's good to know. And you'd I be on the, the back end. Oh, <laughs> cool, cool. That, that, that'll help me run. It, it it should motivate you to be. It's not fossil fuel, but it's Jeremy fuel. But anyway, no, no, just hit me up any time, and if I'm up, we can we can work out together. Okay. I hit the hit the he, the not so heavy bag over there. We'll have a good time. All right, all right. Let's get it back on track, though. We're heading into our rapid fire segment. Uh, Dalton, you had a little bit you wanted to talk about the first uh, the first topic. Uh, women's soccer player is it Amina Ekic? Ekic. 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 Drafted number five overall to the hometown racing Louisville team. Is that an expansion team? Yeah, uh, I believe so. First year. Uh, tell us a little bit about Amina. Yeah, so I think if you follow women's soccer at all, you know just how, how good she is. But, I, you know, for the majority of the podcast, you know, soccer's still on the rise. Most people aren't truly aware, you know, both men's and women's. But she's really the definition of a hometown hero. Went to high school at Manuel, tore up uh, my alma mater, Male, I think we graduated the same year in 2016. Um, uh, ACC Offensive Player of the Year, I believe, this year for the cards. And then she'll be playing her pro ball here at Racing Louisville down close in Butchertown. So, um, you know, watching her play, you know, 
just to kind of keep the terms general. She's just a player who can control, can basically control the field with the ball at her feet. Just has eyes in the back of her head. Is always playing, you know, two three steps ahead, and um, you know it's a home run hit for uh, you know Racing Louisville as they look to debut this spring. So you know, shout out to her, a very successful college career, and hopefully, you know, a very successful pro career here in the Derby City as well. I knew it was Ekich. I don't know why y'all act like I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but but I mean Ekich. Uh, second off, we're getting some more baseball accolades coming in. Uh, and Louisville, if you haven't Louisville BSB, that's that's their that's the Twitter handle. Uh, they've been announcing new signees and, and, and great stuff. But in the latest Perfect Game rankings, Louisville has 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 entered the rankings, or not entered, but they have been proclaimed the number two baseball team. In the country, I think that we, we – Sean, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this because you post m most of the stories on the site. Um, probably a consensus top ten team, would you say? Yeah, yeah. They're right inside uh, – some are right inside the top ten. Some got them right around the top five. But I've seen them, I think, as high as two and as mm -hmm. low as 12. Yeah, that's what I've seen too. I think maybe 115 somewhere. Yeah, well, we don't care about that one because they're stupid and wrong. But – uh, we're still going to try. I, I know COVID has really put a damper on our guest list this year, and that's the one thing I feel like, not that I've let everybody down on, but that, we, that we've that we just not been able to pull off is the guest uh, aspect, like I said, with the, with the new video board that we're trying to get installed here in the next few weeks, knock on wood, um, that, that will change a little bit. We'll be able to have some of your favorite people of all time on the show, and, and we want to bring those people to you, but... Uh, Luke is one of the guys that he contacted me. Uh, Luke Smith, that is, Mr. Fondue. Yeah, I talked to him, too. No, you don't. Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> he didn't. But anyway, <laughs> talking to him, he's one of – did you really? Yeah. Tweeting him and him liking it. It's not no, you No, we're in the, DM, in the DMs, bro. Damn. That's my boy. That's my Twitter BFF. Well, that's debatable to sell a line from Higgy. But anyway uh, – <laughs> He's hit us up. He he actually was like, are we going to do another show this year? We tried to put that together at four pegs. We had our 17th COVID spike of 2020 right around the same time. And in order to protect people like Sean's niece and our mom and dad and everybody else that has family members that are in uh, compromised health conditions, we, we just didn't do it. But We'll get him on, and I'm sure Luke will be a, a friend of the show for a long time. Once he gets, once he makes it pro, that'll be the fun time that we can have him back on and stuff. But, but again, top ten team. Looking forward to watching them play again this year. Probably one. I I would say that they're probably one of my favorite out of all the sports. Baseball has definitely been the most consistent, uh, and they've been one of the more f fun team programs to watch uh, for me in the last 10 years. So shout out to Dan McDonald and all those guys. Uh, quality quality guys, quality people, quality players. Um, also, that was – Pick that, six. That was not really rapid fire, but here is something that will be rapid fire. We already knew that we were going to kick off the season, no pun intended, in 2021 in Atlanta for the Chick-fil-A Bowl in the beautiful Mercedes-Benz – what's it called? Uh, stadium. Stadium. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Um but now, this uh, this past probably, I don't know if it was this past week or maybe it was eight days, whatever it was, it was announced we'll kick off the 2023 season in Atlanta versus Georgia Tech. Um, 
I like it. I like kicking off the season again. We we've been pretty successful kicking off the season against conference opponents. We have not been pretty successful, however, against Georgia Tech. I believe we have been uh, we were beat this year, and I think and I know that we were slapped by them a couple years prior to that. So uh, Higgy, I can see your bacon raising. What you got? I was gonna say it, I'm excited for it just because Monday Night Football for Ole Miss and. Just kicking off the season on national prime time, what a way to show off our program! Yeah, yeah. and hope in any other year I'd be hyped for that, but I don't know what we'll have next year. We're losing Dez, we're losing Javian, we're losing Tutu. That may just be a prime time butt kicking. We don't know. Hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, we will uh, get some figured out this spring, and we'll have we'll have weapons to replace the guys. We're not done yet, as far as is. Uh, transfers and stuff like that's concerned. I don't. I don't feel. Here's like. the thing. Maybe next season when we won't be just trying to get the ball to Tutu every time. And that's something we have learned. Like we can move the ball around. Tutu was the primary target of that offense, and it was get the ball to Tutu, and then if you can't get Tutu, try to find somebody else. Uh, women's basketball. They will likely be the number one team in the polls when they come out. I believe they come out on Tuesdays. Yep. Uh, Stanford went down today. Uh, Louisville beat Florida State by how much, Sean? 30. Uh, was it 30? No, I think it's like 20. It wasn't was 30. It was 29 and a half, Joey. I just went for the – I get you. It, it, 28. Tw- it was 28. So, uh, shout out to the Louisville women's team there. Uh, speaking of sh- shouting out people, our, our one of the guys I would say would be our MVP of last year, James Turner, the kicker, now officially on scholarship. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Shocked that he wasn't already. He saved our hind end. Uh, I know we didn't win many games last year, but he kept us. In, not only did he win us a couple of those games, he he made the scores more respectful, uh, respectable in a lot of the other games. So, shout out to him. And our biggest piece of news that, uh, that we have, this week we lost quarterback coach Frank Ponce uh, to Appalachian State. And then, of course, in my DMs five minutes later, we're losing all of our coaches. Bring in Brom and Bush. Just all kinds of overreactions or proper reactions, depending on uh, who you ask. I mean, Michael Bush has never coached a college football team in his life. Would that be cool to have him as our coach? Sure. Bring in Chris Redman. Ooh. He's already in the city. That I mean, he is in the city, but I'm I'm not I'm Super not really cool. sure. I'm not really sure who we're gonna get. But the two names I've been hearing the most uh, are Darrell Sims from ECU. And UofL senior offensive quality control coach Pete Thomas, I feel like one of those two will be named the head coach. I know a lot of people aren't going to uh, be happy. The head coach. I'm sorry. We miss something. QB coach and hey, by the way, South Carolina finally did get their Satterfield. Yeah, that's all. That was so funny. It was like the headline was South Carolina gets Satterfield. I'm like, what the heck? And it was like a different Satterfield. But anyway, expect one of those two to be named. The quarterback coach, uh, running back coach. Dang it, Higgy, stop looking at me. Uh, very, very soon, and I expect a quarterback coach, uh, running back coach as well. No, quarterback coach. He's Higgy always, could be the running back coach because he's always uh, running back to the fridge. I think Sims will be probably be the running, the running back, back coach, coach. Yes. And, then and then Thomas, Thomas would be uh, QB coach. That's what I meant to say. Those are my predictions for those two positions. This has been one jacked up. <clears throat> Higgy, Higgy, with us being in his atmosphere, Episode. it's thrown us off a little bit. So, didn't uh, throw me off. 
well, you didn't say, but like eight words the whole oh. show, and it was Luke Smith is my butt buddy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, DM buddy. Oh, Twitter buddy. Not to mention you miss Higgy throwing shots saying he was the favorite kid at all, both of y'all, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I quote Higgy said, you were upstairs. Higgy said that mom and dad liked him more than they do you. He's special. <laughs> that's, that's. With that being said, shout out again to all of our fine sponsors. Oh, God. Jamon Brown Foundation, Shack in the Back Barbecue, Four Pegs, Custom Multicades, Fitness Market, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping. We're working on more. Uh, hey, do you know Higgy's into fitness? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fit this whole pizza in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I did burn him for his joke. You didn't hear that either, but he, he threw his little joke, and I was like, well, that's funny that funny jokes run in your family because it's obvious nobody else does. Ooh. I didn't get thank you, Joey. I didn't get any reaction. Yeah, uh, I think I gave you. Other reaction, than what? Okay. Other All than right. what? You didn't let me. S- you didn't. You other finished. than my brother, my brother. <laughs> I mean, you're a perfect uh, fit in for that situation. But anyway, shout out to all of our fine sp- sponsors. We are working on more. If you'd like to contact us about sponsorship opportunities, hop in the DMs. They're open at Jeremy underscore CSE, or give us a call at 502-694-0375 on social media. Again, on Twitter, you can follow the site at Card Sports Zone. On Instagram, it's the same thing. Uh, Facebook, it is Cardinal Sports Zone, three different words. Hit that like button. Make it Facebook official. Individually, you can find the guys on Twitter at Elville Sean. And Dalton, you can find him at at Depence underscore Joey. Joe Wallman 526. Where can they find you on Yelp, Higgy? I am the Higgy. I am the Higgy. We know that. But uh, wait, wait. Where can they find you on Uber Eats? Oh, that's Big Mac two, uh, two and four seven. <laughs> there you go. I've been waiting for him. I've Big been Mac trying two, to four, seven, seven. Three, six, five. I love that. Uh, Wes, what about you, buddy? It's Wes B underscore forty two. I forgot. He forgot his whole <laughs> I Twitter. Forgot. I do go lie because I was gonna say the other one. That I was like, oh, it got changed. That's right. You can find the podcast on all the podcast avenues: Apple, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in. Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeart Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button now. You'll get the episode before anybody else does. We try to get the story up almost Im- immediately, but there are those times when it doesn't get the story doesn't get posted Monday morning. If you're subscribed, you'll get it Sunday immediately after we publish it, and you'll be able to tell everybody where you heard all this great news. Even though I've, I messed it up a little bit, you'll be able to uh, tell everybody where you found out where the new coaches were coming from. Uh, before anybody else. Sorry, I was watching the football game. Our, our recruiting team, which is almost entirely at the table, is on fire. As always, appreciate you guys. But the whole squad is. Check out their exclusives on cardinalsportzone.com, the place that all began. Shout out to Dalton, who was named the new head beat football beat writer for Cardinal Sports Zone this week. Uh, Dalton, I appreciate all your hard work. And this yes, is... Sir. Uh, this is proof that hard work does pay off. So you will be sitting in the uh, press box for the football games as soon as that uh, resumes. And uh, he'll be helping out. Him and Justin Kruger are both actually, if we're going to pull like a a defensive coordinator thing, they're both – but Justin Kruger, phenomenal at at the game prep, the the everything you need to know series. Like he tells us stuff we didn't even know we needed to know. So he'll continue with that. Uh, Dalton will be uh, will be up in the booth 
assuming that that does uh, start to reoccur this season. So very proud of him. Very glad that uh, he took the position when it was offered and he didn't uh, higgy us on that. So we appreciate that. If y'all have any ideas or suggestions for the show or guests, shoot me a DM. Shoot any of us a DM. Uh, do we have any last words? Sean, what are your last words? Just wear a mask. And uh, if you could say a prayer for my niece, Angel. She's still in the hospital. Uh, she's going through. It's She's having a rough spot, a spot right now. Um, and uh, we just hope that she'll get home soon. Absolutely. Now, I do have it on here that I was going to ask you about her afterwards. Uh, Don, what about your parting shot? I got nothing. Y'all have a good one. Be safe. Like Sean said, wear a mask. He's got nothing. Joey? Help control the pet population. <laughs> have your pet spayed or neutered. Maryland sucks. <laughs> Texas sucks. Oh. Higgy sucks. <laughs> well, that's a great tra- – That's in radio, we call this a transition. Uh, Higgy? Dang, okay. Pardon shots. Uh, get Sean a date. Uh, <laughs> my God, not those kind of shots. <laughs> well, everybody stay safe. Everybody stay safe. Um, Even if it's like trying to help Sean get a date, stay safe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but let's say next few weeks with everything going on with our nation and stuff like that, everybody be safe and take everything with precautionary. You know, great, 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 great <laughs> work. They may not have been in the right order, but great words. And also, Higgy, uh, I did see you in one of the pic- capital pictures. So oh, I uh, that was not me. I can confirm or deny. Okay, you I can confirm or deny. I think we can confirm. <laughs> Wes, what about you, brother? You know what? I, I ain't got nothing. I'm good. Y'all be safe. That was Higgy in the uh, picture that uh, Nunn posted last night on Twitter. Which one? I didn't see it. The Chris Farley? Yeah. That was not me. That was was Sean. Dude, that was so much like you. (laughs) The sweat and everything. Well, that's me at Planet Fitness. It was a flag. Planet, really? How many times are you going to Planet Fitness every week? I'm not going to Planet Fitness anymore. I'm doing Apple Fitness Plus. Thank you very much. Okay, but eating apple pies is not fitness. Okay, cherry pies are fitness. There you go. Jeez. Well, here's my fitness cherry pie my mouth. Here's my parting shot. Cherry pie. Over the last ten days, about twelve UK football players have announced they were returning for another year, which led me to this thought: Where the heck did they actually think they were going to go? <laughs> like, duh, you're Vanderbilt. Coming, you're coming back, duh. So, all right, that's the end of the show this week. I'm gonna go ahead. It says play outro. That's what I'll do. So until next time, Court Dennison is the man. Recruit Selah Brown. And this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Don't. Don't. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's not. Because our, I said at the beginning, see if y'all, wow. li- this is what we call an Easter oh, egg. Oh, Dalton. If, what I said at the beginning of the show is that I was going to give anybody the opportunity to just go on a little two. Oh, when gosh. I say two Here minutes, I mean two minutes. I will cut you okay. off That's in the show. Are you? You know okay. what? If go you can eat a McRib in the same amount of time, whenever he's done with his McRib, <laughs> you're done too. <laughs> <laughs> but. You, I offer the opportunity to anybody. Dalton stepped up to the mic. He's not Eminem. This ain't eight mile. This is fifty-five miles. So Dalton, go ahead. Say what I, you guys say. I need this. Oh, 
every podcast, two minutes. Two minutes at Wes, shut your mouth. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears except for Wes's beatboxing? Oh. I think, I think Man, I'm throw these hands. I'm going to have a, uh, a, a, new, a new recipient every week. This week it's Louisville fans. Oh, oh! And it, it's long overdue. I'm know, hype, man. As much as I feel like I'm, I'm a perpetrator. You know, I, I see that there's a lot of true homers in the sense of when one thing goes bad, the sky is falling. Please shut the up. I well. mean, good lord! I mean, get off the ledge, go read a book, have some fun, have some sex, do something to the sense that get your clock. Sean, is that a shot fired at me? Hold on a minute. No, it's whoever. <laughs> It's I mean, whoever wants oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. And if the shoe fits, put that bro on and wear it. Have sex. <laughs> Not never have. Not if anything, I was being a motivational speaker. I'm. Yeah. Ooh. Sean, we have you on Tinder officially. <laughs> and we have it's you on cat- chicken tender. Shut up. It's a catfish. All, all six of us show up. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you think it was? You get a choice. <laughs> Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> uh, up, Sean? Really? My name is Sean. Well, this is also Sean. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend Daryl, his other brother Daryl, and his other brother Daryl. But go ahead. <laughs> was that it? it? That's was that it. it? I'm just pissed off. Okay. Well, also, I forgot to say that John Lindeman is short. He's shorter than most females. He eats <laughs> turkey sausage biscuits for breakfast, and uh, he's short. <laughs> I forgot to say that earlier. That was my parting shot. I left it out. John's short. Trevor's the man, and John Short and Higgy. Is he going to be back next week? Oh yeah, because you're not going to be here. Nope. So Higgy, you get the call next week. I'm calling you in for the bullpen. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I just know where this is going. You, you don't, but the good thing is, is we do. Until next time, this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Turn me up, ho. 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 potatoes back on the menu at Taco Bell and is lobbying for a fifth and sixth meal too. Later.